0: Hello and welcome to the Drinkin' Geek Out podcast, now part of the Hopped Up Network. We like to drink beer, geek out, and talk about it. Hello, this is another light episode. My name is Dustin, or on the untapped, they call me D3W with a lovely picture. It's like a stick figure kind of uh, lovely rendition of me on a, uh, a a whiteboard marker. It's pretty sweet. You probably should check it out uh if you haven't yet you should follow all of us uh we should probably post our untapped usernames somewhere instagram twitter something that way you guys can friend us or see the beers that we're actually drinking that we're not talking about that would be a good idea maybe uh i should throw that by the guys maybe maybe we should do that all right we are on a light episode today uh we are at number twenty two and this light episode is going to be a thriller. Not really. It is the haunted, the most haunted places in Indiana. It is kind of something that is fun for me, uh, even because I don't believe in it, and it kind of is kind of spooky, spooky and scary. Uh, kind of gives me the willies. All right, and because of that, uh, I am drinking Black Fang which is a mead with black cherry, clove, orange zest. So it's going to be a beverage, not a beer, and I'll explain that later. All right, this is a lovely Sunday morning, uh, and I am going to be trading my coffee in for this lovely looking mead. And you're probably wondering why. It's because I didn't want to record this uh, before I went to bed that would be really scary spooky and scary <laughs> we should get uh some sound to just play that spooky i'll throw that around with the guys and maybe the next episode we do we would put it together that'd be that'd be really good all right so let's get started uh this is the most haunted places in indiana it's uh, I got them from a few sources there's a website called uh, the haunted room there's like you know top 10 or top 7 from there and then a couple like Wikipedia posts that had the ghost legends of Indiana so I kind of compiled this list you know it's not gonna be everything it's gonna be just you know some places that I've heard of plus they're on these sites and, and they made the list uh, there's probably a lot more than what these people are talking about. I'm sure there's so many ghost lore stories that are passed by legend and whatever, but these are like probably the most famous ones. And no, these are not the "I'm gonna lock myself in the bathroom and say Bloody Mary several times until she shows up and kills me." But they are pretty. Uh, these pretty good, pretty legit and that's why I'm reading them in the morning. Alright, so we're going to start it off, uh, these are in no particular order, This is just the way that I put them in there, or got them off the website and put them in this order, I don't remember, but they're no particular order. Alright, so the first one is the 100 Steps Cemetery in Brazil, Indiana. Alright, I have the address, um, if you really want to go, it is 7114 North County Road, 674 West, in Brazil, Indiana, the zip code is 47834. You can easily throw that in your Google uh, Maps. I did that, and I found it. Uh, when you look, the steps are right off the road. All right, so the 100 steps in the cemetery right off the road. You can see them. All right, so in Brazil, Indiana, it is the 100 Steps Cemetery. Headstones in the cemetery date back to the 1860s. Over the years, a legend developed. The legend states that on a completely dark night... If you climb all the steps and then when you reach 100, uh, you get to, you are at the top and you get to 100. If, you know, you get to 100, uh, you are supposed to see a ghost. This ghost is then supposed to cause you to see a vision of how you are going to die. If you turn around and walk down the steps and count back to 100, then once again, you will not die in that vision. If you do not reach 100, you will die as it's predicted. The ghost is believed to be the cemetery's first undertaker. Further story states that if you do not walk back down the steps and you choose down to go in the grass uh, a hand will push you down and you'll get a red handprint and it'll stay on your body for a few days. The handprint is believed to be the mark of the devil. Ooh, Ooh, just a little bit of uh, chills right there. Alright, this one is the first one I've ever heard and I freaking love it um, because it is said that like other stories state that if you go up to a hundred because there's a hundred steps you go up a hundred you come back down and it's never a hundred all right so you could do this during the day where you run up the steps and count to a hundred but when you run back down the steps it's always like 99 or something so it's always interesting uh, that someone will make uh, this kind of you know legend off of it and some people will freak out if they see the vision they're going to Next up is the Haunted Bridge in Avon, Indiana. So it's a little bit closer to where I am right now. So uh, crazy. All right. So this one is at 270-328 South County Road, 625 East in Avon, Indiana. No zip code. My apologies. The Haunted Bridge in Avon, Indiana has multiple legends and stories attached to it. The Haunted Bridge is believed to be built somewhere in the 1906, around 1906, although some say construction started far back in the 1850s. One of the most famous stories associated with the bridge is that the construction worker, Henry Johnson. It is believed that while working, he fell into a vat of cement where he perished. Some stories suggest that his co-workers heard him, while others say his body was never discovered, until the next day. Another story claims the young mother was uh, was on her way to take her infant to the doctor and she became trapped. Her only option was to jump off the bridge while the infant was with her to save her life. The woman survived, but the child did not. The young mother eventually died a few weeks later, probably from the falls. Visitors to the bridge can hear screaming and believe to see a ghost of a young mother walking around the bridge yeah that would be crazy uh... no thank you all right next on this list the university of notre dame south bend indiana all right so it's in notre dame indiana it's in washington hall so if you pull up a map you can pretty much find it there it is next to the admissions office the university of notre dame in south bend indiana or well notre dame indiana that changed it because they're pretentious. The university dates back to 1842 and is well known for being a top educational facility and sports center. Over the years, there have been countless stories of ghost hauntings in Washington Hall. The ghost is believed to be a former football player. George Gripper Gip, contracted a fatal case of pneumonia after sleeping on the steps instead of facing his brother for violating a curfew. Some of the hauntings claim... Include light bulbs being unscrewed, the sound of footsteps and slamming doors. Other people have claimed to hear music, including someone playing trumpet. The trumpet plane is believed to be someone other than Kip because Kip never played the trumpet. Alright, Willard Library in Evansville, Indiana. Alright, so this address is 21 North 1st Avenue, Evansville, Indiana, 47710. You can look it up, it's still there. The Willow Library opened in Evansville, Indiana, back in 1885. Stories of sightings and other paranormal activity did not begin, um, or at least they haven't really been reported until 1936. When a maintenance worker told his employees that he was quitting, he informed them that it was not because of the job itself, it was because he saw what he referred to as the Gray Lady, according to the worker, she appeared to be dressed in garb very similar to when the library first opened. Who, the great lady, could be remains a mystery. has a little terrible grammar. They don't know who it is. It's a mystery. But does not remain a mystery are the sightings that she is caught on camera a couple times. There have been claims to be cold spots in certain areas of the libraries and then people smelling perfume that's not because of anybody who's present. The gray lady has been seen in the basement near the elevator. Also in the bathroom. Creepy. All right. Next couple are from Indianapolis, so bring it on. All right, Historic Hannah House, Indianapolis, Indiana. This one is on 3801 Madison Avenue, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46227. Alexander Hannah built his home in Indianapolis, Indiana in 1858 and additional wings and rooms were built following his marriage to elizabeth jackson to accommodate the new lady of the house and servants hannah a man known for being against slavery allowed his home to be used as a stop on the underground railroad People have claimed to hear whining and moaning throughout the house. Other people have claimed to smell odor in some parts of the home without an apparent cause. Some believe these paranormal activities are the result of the rumored death of slaves who burned alive in the basement after a lantern caused a fire. Oh, it's unfortunate. Trying to do good and up dead people. Obviously, it wasn't because he killed them, but it's still kind of creepy. All burnt flesh and stuff. Ugh, gross. All right, the Nichols House, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, this one is moved, uh, so I couldn't really find, like, a an actual address. They, you know, put it on a preserve, but there's, uh, like, rumors uh, that there's, like, it's on the corner of Mills and Man Road, and so you hear, oh, the the ghosts of Man Road, or you know other things like that. Uh, but this one is the Nichols House, or the Rand House, or the Nichols Rand House. All right. So the Nichols Nicholson, yeah, Nicholson, yeah. The Nicholson House is a Gothic mansion that dates back to the 1870s. David Nicholson was working in Indianapolis on the Marion County Courthouse when he started the construction on his home. The mansion was completed around 1903, Um, that's when the uh, ownership changed hands. The Rand family became the official owners of the property until the 1960s, and then there is no paranormal activity in this house ever recorded until 1997, so recently. After being abandoned for years, the Nicholson house was being moved to another location to help preserve the structure. During the move, a photograph was taken which appeared to show a ghost looking out of one of the top upstairs windows. Once the story broke, additional stories of unusual activity in the house started spreading. One story states that a man is, or the house is haunted by a young girl killed close to the home. Another story states a man hung himself when the structure was a boarding house. There's also stories that a woman haunts the house. Just, you know, no details, just the fact that she haunts it. Some of the most shocking stories related to the house involve the story that the Nicholson house served as a stop along the Underground Railroad. People have claimed to see blood dripping through the walls, while others claim to smell decaying flesh. There is also a tale of slaves burning to death in the basement. There are people who claim they can hear the slaves screaming through the house. So very, very similar to the one above. This one just had a little bit more detail. Alright, the story in Nashville, Indiana. 6404 Indiana 135. Nashville, Indiana, four seven four four eight. Alright, back in nineteen eighty or sorry, back in eighteen fifty-one. The quaint little town of Story was founded by George Story, Dr. George Story. The town was comprised of the Story Inn, a schoolhouse, two general stores, a sawmill, post office, church, and a couple additional buildings. Up until the Great Depression, the small town flourished. The town of Story sat abandoned for decades. Eventually, preservationists decided to bring the town back to life. The structures in the town were repaired, but the uniqueness and the original states were the most, for the most part, Left intact, the Orient is one of the structure in town that has been restored to what it once was back in its heyday. Each of the rooms and the cottages in the inn are free of radio, television, and clocks, what the owners consider modern-day distractions. The rooms and cottages have some modern features: electricity and running water. But their furnishings are 19th century Midwest American. The, looks, the rustic looks and history are not all the historian possesses. We'll see what they did there. There's also stories of paranormal activity. Countless staff members and guests have made claims of seeing the Blue Lady. It is said that the Blue Lady is Dr. George Story's wife. The former garden room is now named after the Blue Lady. People wishing to engage with or see the blue lady are told that they can turn on the blue light in the room and she will appear. People have claimed she has left behind blue objects, that she has blue eyes, and they can, they can smell cherry tobacco, uh, the blue lady's favorite when she was among the living. That one's kind of giving me chills that you can actually summon her. <laughs> That's weird. All right. Next one up is the Culbertson Mansion, New Albany, Indiana. This one is on 914 East Main Street, New Albany, Indiana, 47150. The New Albany, Indiana, there is a large mansion from the town's boom day as a shipbuilding center. The Culbertson Mansion is now open to the public for tours and the visitors and the curator have claimed to have seen a ghostly figure in the building. They believe her to be the ghost of the owner's second wife, who returned to protect her children from her husband's third wife. The mansion's carriage barn is turned into a haunted house during Halloween, and many tours the building then in hopes of sighting the ghost. Nearby, the mansion is the carriage house. The following is a storyline from a current, a current, quote, literally a haunted house, unquote, fundraiser, which raises the majority of the funds for the interior restoration of the mansion. All right. In 1933, it was, it was sold to Dr. Harold Webb who moved in with his family, he set up a practice in the home and began to gain a number of patients. Over time, several patients went missing, and his family began to notice strange smells coming from the basement. In 1934, after a patient found the home locked at the time of their appointment, called the police and the investigation took place. Upon entering the home, the police found the entire family dead, each by torturous means of death. After further searching the home, the basement was found to have a secret passageway where the doctor had kept his missing patients and performed gruesome experiments on them. After the cleanup, the building was locked and finally sold to the American Legion which restored the building. When it was finally reopened, visitors noticed unusual electricity problems, missing items, and other unexplained occurrences. The carriage house now, now serves As a haunted house during Halloween, the proceeds benefit the restoration and maintenance of the mansion and the estate. And this was quoted by, quote, literally, a haunted house. So that's really fucked up. Someone (laughs) killing patients. But, you know, that's what serial killers do. Alright, next up on the list, uh, probably the second to the last... Diana of the Dunes, Indiana Dunes, Chesterton, Indiana, 1600 block, north, 25 east, Chesterton, Indiana, 46304, everybody's heard of the dunes, or at least been to the dunes, I have not, I have not been blessed by going to the dunes, I guess I never lived. One of the most well-known and most celebrated ghost legends in Indiana is that of the Diana of the Dunes. New ch- near Charleston, Indiana. In the Indiana Dunes, there's a legend that fishermen around Lake Michigan would occasionally sight a naked woman swimming in the lake. The legend dates back to at least in 1915 and goes on to say that the that a beautiful woman was living as a hermit near the lake. Because no knew her name, they began to refer to her as Deanna. Because of her beauty and beauty, In actuality, she was Alice Mabel Gray, the daughter of a wealthy Chicago family who had come to live on the dunes after she began to lose her eyesight. She had grown up near the dunes and sought to enjoy the remainder of her life there. In 1920, a man named Paul Wilson moved into the cabin with her. He was an unemployed boatwright and a suspected murderer. The two eventually married, and then, began, then he began to treat her badly and was very abusive. She died shortly after the birth of their second child from being poisoned. Bum, bum, bum. The local legend claims that Alice's ghost still remains on the beach of the dunes to relive her happier days. For decades have been cited with the nakedness um and then there's she's running around the beach and disappears into the lake the legend is commonly referred to as diana of the dunes the story is commemorated in an annual diana of the dunes festival and pageant at least they've embraced it that's good for chesterton all right and the last one not least we have whitcomb's library green castle indiana uh, is on 103 East Poplar Street in Greencastle, Indiana, 46135. Former Indiana governor James Whitcomb donated his vast library to Ashbury University, which is now DePaul University. In his will, after his death in 1852, Whitcomb was an avid reader and had amassed a large collection of books in his lifetime and kept every book he ever had. During the years in his library, During the years in this library was in public use, there were numerous sightings of Whitcomb's ghost trying to protect his books. In one notable incident, a boy was supposedly borrowed the poems of Ossian from the library. That night, Whitcomb's ghost appeared in his room wailing, "'Ossian! Who stole the Ossian?' The next day, the boy immediately returned the book to the library and told them about the experience. The collection of the now-rare books is now protected, but there are still occasional sightings of Whitcomb's ghost. That's creepy. Oh. Alright, so that is the top ten haunted places in Indiana based on other people's sightings, not mine. I have not visited any of these places, and I probably have zero interest in visiting any of these places. I do not have any of my own ghost stories. I have never visited a haunted place. I've never been haunted. I've never seen a ghost. I do not know if I believe in any of these things. But it still gives me the willies. Alright, with that being said, I decided that I needed a spooky type of beer. Uh, But I didn't find a beer, actually. I found a mead. Alright, so this is a Black Fang from Bee Nectar. All right, Uh, Bee Nectar, I have their website right here. Guided by geeky imagination influenced by sub-pop culture and never satisfied with the status quo, Bee Nectar aims to bring a modern twist on mead as well as diversify craft meads, ciders, and beers. Bee Nectar Meadery was founded in 2006 by Brad and Carrie uh, Dahlhofer with the help of their good friend Paul Zimmerman. Brad has been an avid homebrewer since 1998, making beers, meads, ciders, and wines for his own enjoyment. When Brad and Carrie got married in 2005, he made a mead to toast at their wedding and received great reviews from the guests. Jokingly, he said someday he would open a meadery. Paul, a longtime friend and fellow homebrewer, soon began making meads along with Brad's and... Their basement, their meads, quickly became award-winning at home brewing competitions. In the summer of 2006, Carrie was laid off from her job while sipping a glass of vanilla cinnamon mead uh, that was made by Brad. She thought, why not try to sell this? It was then that the three decided to make their mead up to the next level. In spring of 2008, Brad, two fell victim to layoffs, and the three worked night and day to prepare them for their opening. The, after nearly two years since the inception, b Nectar finally opened its stores August 2nd, 2008, which is National Mead Day. Bee Nectar's sessions, meads, and hard ciders are now shaping the craft revolution. To say it's been a long road from the home-brewing days would be a tremendous understatement, but Bee Nectar continues to increase their production capacity and is currently the largest meadery in the USA. Bee Nectar was the first meadery to join the ranks of the top 100 best breweries in the world by rake beer and has remained there since 2013. So this story is awesome. They ran with it, they had a dream, and uh, put it together, you know? It's kind of like a desperation thing. I don't know if I would be able to do uh, something like this, but I guess putting in a pinch, put in type of uh, that position, I think I, I'm not, i not not sure what I would do, uh, but this sounds like a great, great thing that they had something that they could fall back onto. Their logo looks like a fly, and it has like a spooky letter, B Nectar Meadery. So you have meads, ciders, and beers, and I think, yeah, this is a mead. Let me find a little bit about the mead. Alright, the Black Fang. The, lo- the website is loading slowly. Alright, so this logo is pretty creepy. It is a vampire, a Nosferatu-looking fellow with a top hat on and spooky, gothic-looking background. This is why I picked this one. It's spooky and scary enough. Uh, and it happened to be a mead, so I'm not mad. So the beverage of my choice, not beer of my choice. Black fang a mead with blackberries, clove, and orange zest. Essential elements, sweet blackberries, cloves, oranges. Appearance is a deep red with an enduring lacy white head. The aroma is sweet, pungent, yet balanced clove, spicy yeast, and with a floral honey back. Uh, the experience is sweet and smooth, full bodied dark berry wine character, reminiscent of Spanish sangria and garnache grape wine. The creamy and carbonated mouthfeel finishes dry with a firm clove aftertaste. So it is type mead, six percent alcohol. Uh, it comes in a 500 milliliter bottle, which is a sixth keg or sixth of a barrel keg. Um, the taproom prices in bottle on tap. Food pairing is tapas, uh, Manchego cheese, uh, some olives, cured ham, uh, Moroccan sausage, and berries, which is really interesting. Uh, And then the availability is uh, most of the states, Alabama, California, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, New North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, Wisconsin. So there's that. Um, The logo is pretty sweet. The bottle is actually nice and large. I'll probably continue drinking this after I record this. So I'm going to pause this really quick so I can open up and get a pour. I will be right back. All right, I am back and I just poured it. I had to pop off the top; it wasn't twist, so that's exciting. And I'm looking at it right now in a in a glass. I've already described the bottle, so I'm going to just jump ahead. It is a deep red sangria-ish wine-ish, see-through has a white pinkish head on top just very small and it smells interesting I can kind of smell the spice to it I can smell the clove I can smell kind of like the orange zestiness to it can't really smell the blackberries I'm sure that comes with taste oh that is good that's really good it's interesting because I've always gotten like meads out of you know big wine bottles this is really really good uh, blackberry taste everything let's go let's go places I'm gonna jump on untapped on right now um, but I could taste uh, a little bit like it's very sweet on the first bite uh, and it kind of just finishes up with a spice at the end can't really taste the uh, orange zest that much um, but I don't know it's, it's pretty good Let's see, I'm going to look up this beer. We have Black Fang. Okay, so on Untapped, we're looking at a 3.83. No IBUs discussed, but 6% alcohol. There's 13,000 ratings, so that's pretty good. Uh, And most people just, you know, have posted that they're drinking this. No real comments. They don't really do much of that. Just posting the color wedding day, blah, 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 so that's pretty exciting, just a high amount of people, let's check out Beer Snobs, I doubt because it's not a beer, oh it's right there, alright, so they have a 3.79 out of 5, there's no score or anything, there's not a whole lot of people uh, rated it, um, just describing the beer, <laughs> this comment, I know this is a mead, but I'll review it until it gets deleted,
1: <laughs>
0: it's awesome, there is like a tingly, tingly taste to it, it's kind of like a wine, drinking wine, I'm not sure how much of this I can drink in one sitting, um, I honestly don't think I can actually finish this bottle, It'll be interesting. Uh, and then rape beer. I'm not going to even look. I'm just going to stick to this untapped and see. Uh, the it's a 384, 385. I'll probably give it a little bit higher than that. It's actually really decent on the taste. I, I, I like it. Uh, black Fang... Go ahead and check it in. A Couple sips in. I'll give it a four. I'm actually a big fan. Uh, I've heard of uh, them before. This isn't my first time uh, dealing with Bee Nectar. Uh, I've seen a lot of you know creepy looking uh, logos, labels, uh, but one of the things that pulled me to uh, Bee Nectar is my wife uh, when she was in Virginia. One of her favorite ciders came from Bee Nectar. And the cider is, I even bought it for her, it's called Zombie Killer. So it's a hard cider with honey and tart cherry juice. Alright, so uh, some of these other like names are pretty cool too. They're Slice of Life, uh, The Dude's Rug, The Stupid Man Suit, Death Unicorn, and then a Whiskey Aged uh, Cider. And let's pull up their meads, these are lovely names too. Ancient Soul Lifetime Number 2, Apple Pie with Graham Cracker Crust. The Devil's Juice. Uh, episode 13, The Bee Nectar Strikes Back. And has a picture of the ATAT. Kill All the Golfers. Um, episode 13, Honey Age and Motor City Gas Barrels. Uh, you know, things like that. Let's pull up their beer list. These are interesting names. Like, mind you, this is awesome. And then there isn't any beers. Not yet. But they have a shop with interesting shirts and stuff. So it's all fun alright from there so yeah this is a very interesting little thing and you should probably support it even though it is I didn't even look up where it was where is BNectar um, it's in 1511 Jarvis Street yeah what city? <laughs> come on, what city? Uh, coming out, I see... Oh, it's in Michigan. Oh, that's really close. It's in Detroit. Look at that, Detroit. We might make a stop. That's fantastic. I mean, Allison would love to come. All right, so cheers from a Sunday morning a little drink fest. Uh, No need for coffee now. Got my mead. Uh, And whatever that commercial says, I am a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Okay. Uh, So I'm going to give the rundown. I have a fancy quick rundown that I did last episode. uh, So I'm going to put that in there. So, all right. So that that is the episode. Hopefully you check out those places. If you do check out any of those haunted places, please let us know. Uh, Take a picture of it, put it on Instagram, tag us, put it on Twitter, uh, tag us in it, uh, message something, come on Facebook, and, you know, write something to us. Uh, Tag us in there and tell us your story and say that you heard it from here. Uh, That would be awesome. So it would be... At the end, I'll tell you how to contact us. Uh, really, really fast, so you can slow it down or speed it up, however you want to do. All right, thank you for checking it out. I'm going to probably enjoy the rest of this mead in peace. Have a good one.
1: All right, so you can find us on DrinkinGeekout.us. That is our website that we have, right? That's the that's correct. correct. <laughs> that is the correct. All right, so uh, you can go to there. Uh, when you first go to drinking. You know, us is going to ask you to pick. Uh, podcast It's going to say. Uh, Drinking Geek Out or Confection Confessions. Who knows if they're still going to make shit? I don't know. <laughs> it's been a couple months, two months. Yeah, they said the July, July 1st was the last episode. Yeah. So. Allison's like, if we don't make another podcast, I'm probably going to cancel all of their social media. <laughs> Haven't happened yet. Who knows? All right. So go on there. You click on Drinking Geek Out. Uh, don't mind the water. <laughs> thing in the background. That's fine. uh Go there, click us, and then you'll get a list of all of our podcasts. It's in descending order, so all the t- the the latest episodes are on top. Just go ahead and listen to that one, and then go all the way down to our your release. All right, that's all you need to listen. To. <laughs> if you listen to anything before that, it's going to suck. Yeah. Feel, feel free if you want to check it out. That's fine. All right. So just go ahead and check it out. You can watch it there. If you can't listen to that website. Who knows why and you will listen to your phone, you can listen to us on the iTunes. Well, on iTunes or Google Play. Google on Play. Google Play. You just google that, search it up. Or there's like a Sketchers or sketcher S- or st- Stitcher. Stitcher. This is a shoe. <laughs> Sketchers. Whatever you want. All right. So you go there and you can listen to it. Uh, I think I sent that to a colleague because I could. he couldn't log into Google Play or whatever. Who knows? So you can get there check out our podcast. Anywhere the podcasts are played, you can Google us yeah, or check there. it out to find out if we're there. We're most likely are there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Drinking uh, at at drink Geek, drink Geek Out. You can find us on Facebook with the slash Drinking Geek Out. You can find us on Instagram at Drinking Geek out. Um,. Is that all of our social media? We're on YouTube. We've got like two videos. Oh yeah, there. I made those. Those are <laughs> terrible. And um, we have the uh, when well, we brewed with Ben on this. Yes, there. we do. Uh, we also are now part of the Hopped Up Network. They have a website and a Twitter. And Matt is pretty much very active with tagging us and a bunch of geeky things, thinking that we're going to be cool with them. Yeah. Even though. Like this latest one was a comic geeky people and they're probably going to prove us all wrong <laughs> than we've ever said. Yeah. So don't want to do that. So please check us out. Check them out. Check out the Hopped Up Network. Yeah, yeah Indian On Tap podcast, the Speak podcast. Yeah. Behind the Hops. Pacific beer. Pacific. Beer coast and yeah. there's, there's one. another one signing on, but they haven't been official yet. Yeah. But there's plenty of beer-related podcasts that are coming up. So if you enjoy our show, which at this moment you probably aren't enjoying <laughs> because this is new and raw, uh, just check us out. It'd be cool, you know? Uh, so check us out. This is a lovely episode. We have the next episode coming up, uh, which is going to be The Defenders. We have a few episodes in the works uh Dustin has a few brew capades coming out. I think I have six or seven of them that I've done just kind of waiting to upload to the website. We have music ofs that are coming out. We have – we've released a Zelda one. Mm-hmm. I know that a Mario one's going to be in the works. I'm trying. I Try. might be – it, it, that one's going to be tough because there's like 98 Mario <laughs> <Yeah>. games. <laughs> and also Dustin has thrown out the idea of Final Fantasy, and if uh, if – Staff once, I'm gonna come up just for a weekend, and we're gonna work on Final Fantasy. Just you know, just us two fashion okay. that one out. So music that seems to be really popular. We're gonna hammer that out. And while I am yelling and babbling in <laughs> the microphone, speeding through this, oh, the zombie it. dust is finally in front of us. The zombie dust is finally <laughs> in front of us. So I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen mm. to all of this. So I, delicious. I appreciate everything <laughs> that you guys do for us. I appreciate you guys here. Oh, I love you. Thank you. So, yeah. You're family, so you have to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have friends. I have family. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to last week's episode, or a couple weeks' episodes ago, you'll know what that's from. Right. So, cheers Cheers. from all of us. Three Floyds, Zombie Dust, we're going to enjoy. Uh, Until next time, drink up and geek out.